Today we're going to talk about plants. Good morning, it's Brian Harasha. Second episode of How We Grow. And uh, I don't know if this has to be in any kind of logical order or not. It's not going to be for now. Uh, but today we're going to talk about plants. So yesterday I left off. I started by my entrepreneurial bug business uh, three years ago. Growing sprouts in my window. And it just kind of took off from there. And I've been growing plants since I was a little boy, uh, helping my mom in the garden, eventually having my own gardens and taking care of complete landscape of a yard, just taking care of plants, taking care of soil. I remember one time when I was pretty young and I grew mar- or marshmallows, watermelons, uh, and then where I lived, the growing season was really short. And so by the time September came around, it was gonna start freezing. And I had these watermelons growing. And, and I probably haven't ever grown watermelons before at that point, successfully anyways. And, and I built this dome around, around this little square of my garden with PVC and plastic. And I think I was like 12 years old. Um, can't remember. I put uh, extension cords out there uh, to the garden and I had this it looked like a tent, like a, it looked like a like a five by five or a four by four man tent, four man tent. And uh, I put a light bulb in it in the middle, hung it in there, and uh, put a couple of bowls of water uh, with with fish heaters, like fish tank heaters in the water to keep it warm. And I kept those watermelons growing alive for almost two months, so to like the end of October in this little in this little dome, and like. I, I didn't even know where that came from. I just just thought about doing it, and I did it, and and it worked. I took care of plants. I extended plants' lives two like two months longer than they would have had. I just left it to nature. Uh, granted, <laughs> those watermelons only got to be about the size of softballs. Uh, anyways, just a little story there. Uh, so I've been been in love with plants for a long time, but I didn't realize really why why I was I've been so into plants. Uh, my whole life until until recently when I started you know doing it for a business and trying to make money doing it um, and and pretty much everybody that knows me know that I'm knows that I'm a that I'm a big plant plant nerd science nerd uh, I know a lot about plants I don't know everything at all um, I don't a lot of the details I don't really care about because it's not like we can put terms and and uh, you know really sciencey stuff to it words, language, language is just, language is just a description of, of, of light, <laughs> um, but anyway, so, what it, with the plants, it's not, that, it's not that I just like to grow them, and I think it's cool, and I like to eat them, and all that, it's, it's that they're, they're my teachers, so, I spend a lot of time with plants, a lot of time, um, and I've learned more from plants, loads more from plants than I've ever learned from, you know, school, the way that, or, or any kind of education, really, I've learned, you spend so much time with plants, they tell you what they need, they, they show you what they need, and, and what's amazing is this little tiny seed, this little tiny seed has everything in it programmed for this plant to grow, and it could grow into a huge, huge tree, it just starts as a little tiny, tiny seed, uh, so I'm very, very confident that plants are, are um, 
I don't know if smarter is the word, but we're going to say they're smarter than every, than us. Um, they all pretty much live, live together in harmony. Uh, they provide stuff for each other. Uh, you know, they, they share resources. They give resources to other plants. Uh, they put nutrients back in the soil, all this. And like, they're not out there fighting or, or arguing or <laughs> competing over things. Maybe they're competing over resources, but they find their own little place, their own little niche. Uh, and if a plant doesn't get what it needs, it either dies or it adapts. Uh, and the plants kind of show you, it's so hard to explain, um, that it's, it's, it's really a communication between myself, an animal, and these plants. And you get to a point, you get to this point where like, you're just in tune with the plants. Like people like, people that ride horses, you know, they're in tune with their horses. Like they know what their horse is feeling. They know what their horse needs. They, the horse knows what they need um, and what they're feeling. And it might sound super, super corny, but pretty much can feel what my plants need if I, if I pay attention to them. If I don't pay attention to them, they, they get sick, they die. Um, or if I let them do their own thing, if I know that I've given them the right environment, they're going to do fine. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I think that the energy that you could kill a plant by thinking about killing it. I honestly think you could kill a plant because there's plants that <laughs> I get to the point like, oh, I don't care about you anymore. Like I, just, I don't even, I just kind of just, just dismiss it and it dies. Like they die. And, and I don't think it's just because they're not getting what they need. It's because they're not getting any kind of, nothing cares. Like I, I'm the one providing everything they need for them. I'm the one watching them, especially in a controlled environment where I have to, I have to give them everything they need. <laughs> and if I, if I just ignore them, I'm still like, I'm still like feeding them and, and, you know, watering them and all this. But if I'm like, I don't, I don't even care about that plant anymore. It will die. And that, that, that amazes me. It's, it's not, it's not because it's not getting what it needs. It's because like, I just don't want it there anymore and it dies. And so when I started seeing these things, like these plants, like they're not just responding to, you know, they're not just this like thing out there that responds to moisture and light and, and, and nutrients. Like they're on an energy level too, that we can't see, but maybe we can perceive it. So that's kind of why I have this attraction to plants. Not, not so much because I think they're cool or, or whatever. I think they're cool how they work. All that is true. But I think it's cool that I think they have some kind of energy that we can tap into and, and communicate with them with. And <laughs> there's a lot of plants on this planet. And if we were able to tune into the frequency of all these plants, this plant, this planet could, like it, we've seen through this COVID thing recently, how fast the planet starts to heal itself. How fast, like the ocean, the water clears and the sky is clear. Like in a matter of like a couple of weeks that happened, it's because of the plants. That is because of the plants. And <laughs> uh, I just think that's amazing. Like the plants, the plants support us. And that's, that's probably the overall reason why I'm attracted to them in a, in a broad spectrum. So I started growing plants 
for money, started growing microgreens, and realized that I got bored fast. So a couple months, I started growing sprouts. And something that I thought would be really cool to do, you know, three months ago, kind of bored the crap out of me. Um, pretty quick. Let's sprout some sprout some seeds for a week, and that's it. Sprout some seeds, and that's it. Sprout some seeds, and that's it. Uh, really boring, and I just realized it. Okay, I wanted this a few months ago. No, I don't want this. This is not. This is not what I want to do. Even though, even I can sell these things for forty dollars a tray. That you know, it takes me a week to grow. That's that's pretty lucrative, but it's boring. Um, so the, the satisfaction of what I doing, what I was doing, like went out, just disappeared pretty quick. So I started experimenting with other plants, uh, and I started learning. That's when I started learning more and more about not so much gardening, not so much plants, but how, how do you, how do you turn this into a business? How do you do it differently? How do you, how do you stand out? There's plenty of farmers all over the country, all over the world. You know, there's farmers markets. Uh, you know, there's stores and, and stuff. And I, and I participated at a farmers market that summer, and I freaking hated it. <laughs> um, I, that's just that that part where the, the whatever I enjoy, that was not it. Uh, and, and I realized, like, dude, there's all these people doing the same thing, growing lettuce, growing all this stuff. Um, which is which is great. We need it. We need food. But you know, all these people, a lot of these people at the farmers markets and and stuff like they do end up just they work a farm, they make a little bit of money, and they just repeat the cycle over and over and over. Um, and they never really make like a, a lot of money doing it a small scale like that. It's like it's, it's a side thing, or it's a family thing. It's cool, but it, it didn't do it for me. I, that was not enough to. It was it was exciting for me that okay, I got to a point where I'm growing plants. And I'm making money that's sustaining the business. Maybe making a little money on top of that, but there wasn't there wasn't a satisfaction there. So okay, so I gotta change, gotta change something. I do something different, and so I started seeking out other plants, like plants that people have not heard of, uh, plants that very few people have seen, plants that have crazy healing power, plants that do crazy thing out of this world stuff, um, or seems to be. And that's when I started to get a tick for like, whoa, what else can I grow? How can I do this differently? How can I share something uh, with with the world or exploit something that, that hasn't that hasn't made a, an appearance yet? So very cool, awesome. That's that's a cool idea. So I started growing some plants uh, that people haven't seen, and I thought it was amazing, right? I thought it was so cool. But I got a big, big slap in the face early on. You can't sell anything. You can't sell something that people haven't heard of. <laughs> as cool as it is, uh, as cool as things are, it's it's kind of challenging to sell stuff uh, that people haven't heard of. And and that was something I didn't I didn't even think about going in. So uh, I had all these all these cool plants uh, that that people haven't seen. I tried to sell them and I couldn't. Or, no, it, was, it wasn't an easy thing, uh, especially where I'm at. You know, the, where I'm at in in Reno, Nevada. People, there wasn't the there was not a crowd that could appreciate early on what I was doing, uh, what I was trying to share. And uh, so I had to sit down and like, shit, like this isn't uh, put all this energy in and like uh, 
a farming business is not necessarily the same as like a physical product business. So like there's a lot of businesses where you can buy stuff and resell it, restock your inventory by buying it from someone else. Well, when you're a farmer, you got to wait. You, you don't just like, you got to wait. And some of the stuff I grow, it's like months before it's ready to harvest. And so I plant seeds and then three months later, I have something to sell. And I got to wait that whole time uh, to be able to sell that. And I, and I spend all this time, all this energy. And if you don't sell it or have a plan to sell it of how to sell it, you're kind of screwed because uh, plants only last so long. Uh, so I ran into that uh, problem. And what, what I'm getting at is I went into... This, this farming business, I knew how to grow plants. <laughs> I knew how to grow plants well. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing with business. No idea. Uh, and then I started getting all these all these bills <laughs> for do- stuff I thought was stupid. Like I needed, I needed this permit to be able to grow the plants. I needed a permit to move the plants. I needed a license to be able to have a business. I needed a state license. I needed insurance. I'm like, what the heck? Like, okay, this is not it. Any, this isn't. This sucks. Like, I just want to grow plants. <laughs> um, so the, all that got shoved in my face, and and I was, you know, I didn't have other people around me that was like coaching me on how to do business. I just did it, and and blindly, stupidly, ignorantly. I don't know. Actually, all that doesn't. It, it all happened because I needed to learn these lessons myself. Uh, so back to having. A bunch of product that no one knows about uh, I tried to sell it to local restaurants and people around here no one was gonna give me the price that I needed to make it work uh, you know I was trying to sell a very high specialty cro- products to people that were used to buying romaine lettuce for you know 50 cents a head and I was trying to sell them a half a pound of plant for 80 bucks it wasn't working so I took some initiative and I drove. I went to a market where I thought that they might appreciate what I had. So I drove for one summer every Tuesday. I got up early in the morning and I drove from Reno, uh, Reno, Nevada, to San Francisco, California every Tuesday. It's like a four and a half hour drive. I went over there and I brought my plants with me and I literally just hit the pavement with <laughs> with like an ice chest. Um, and showed my plants. I walked into the back back door of restaurants because they wouldn't let me in the front. But I knew I had a really, really amazing product to show the chefs. And um, so I'd go in the back door, walk in the kitchen, and, and ask for the chef. And uh, just I knew with confidence that they would like what I had. And, and I had several my first trip to San Francisco. I remember I had several chefs just uh, rem- like buy it on the spot from me for what I was asking for and I was like whoa what what this is amazing I remember the first first day like I, I went over there with, you know, I don't know a couple pounds of plant and I remember coming like I remember getting like $250 in cash and I was like what what this is plants that I grew in um in, I'm in San Francisco I'm looking around I'm not a city dude I've been living in the country my whole life and uh I drive to San Francisco and I'm looking walking through these big like city buildings and I'm like what are you doing what are you doing you just drive across the country or across the state and 
walking in walking in the back door of restaurants uh like just complete confidence and really no fear um maybe there was fear but uh, i needed to do it i was driven to do it and i just felt felt so accomplished and so cool that happened uh so i was like okay now i have a couple clients in san francisco something i was excited that i got that i attained something i looked forward to and then after like four or five weeks driving over to San Francisco every Tuesday, spending you know all day on the road and then driving around, getting parking tickets, getting stuck in traffic, uh, all to make like you know less than five hundred dollars in a day. Just I thought that was cool at first, and then I realized like this isn't what I want either. Uh, so just another 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 wall. Okay. How do I? Because I knew I knew at that point that I needed to enjoy myself. Like, as soon as I start getting in a rabbit hole of it's sucking, uh, just not enjoying it, not fulfilling, I gotta I gotta change plans. And so I stopped going to San Francisco, even though there was a market there. And this was in this was I don't remember two years ago I think. And I did that for a while. had to stop because I was just over it and then this was this was in August when I stopped going to San Francisco and ironically about the same time that I decided to stop going to San Francisco uh, I got my family got slapped in the face really hard and uh, our landlord decided that uh, she was going to end our lease that all of a sudden they got out of nowhere uh, where I had all of my operation happening happening everything I've all the work I put into doing that doing my my grow room and all that and it absolutely crushed me just crushed me uh, more more because it was it was my fault at the time i was angry like i was so angry but it was my fault as you know i didn't i had the whole garage full of these hydroponic towers growing a bunch of plants it was amazing it was it was beautiful but she came to our landlord came to visit and did like a an inspection just to see if everything was wrong and she walked in the garage and to her surprise she walked into this grow room. Pretty much, she flipped out. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was in San Francisco the day that she came. Um, and hopefully, she listens to this someday and uh, knows that I don't hate her too much anymore. <laughs> Not at all, actually. Um, so yeah, that was that was a big slap in the face. But the bigger slap in the face was I put my family into this. So I took this business. I took this. This, this weird passion of plants turned it into a business and put way like all of my energy into it I can't even remember other things during the time when I started to build this business I was just so locked in um, and then all of a sudden it felt like I lost my family's home for them uh, so you know you start to get these things slapped in your face and you're like gosh is this really what I'm supposed to be doing and, and I really was not happy with myself for a little while. Uh, I wanted to be mad. I wanted to be mad at somebody else, but it was 
it was really all my fault. And so uh, it took a lot for me to to get over being angry uh, and realize that like, hey, it's my fault. And uh, we didn't get kicked out uh, because I sucked it up and and knew it was my fault. And so that's all I'm gonna end this in this episode. I know that was not the not the most coherent uh, flowing podcast, but uh, I'll get better. But that was on my mind. Plants smarter than us and business struggles. All right, take care, and we'll talk tomorrow about something else. Peace.